Hey everyone, welcome to Lessons with Mike. I'm here today with Ashley Lawless. Hey. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, thanks for having me. We're here today to talk about your new book that just came out. Yes, actually it got delayed, so it's coming out in about a week and a half. <laughs> just found out the other day, so it's almost out. It's almost out. Maybe by the time this uh, episode is released, the book will be out. Yes. So tell us a little bit about the book. It's called Where We Began. Yes. So it's about like a mother-daughter relationship. Um, In present time, the daughter Harper is given her mother's journal from when her mom was the same age. And she kind of learns about like who her mother was before she was born and um, kind of uses the journal as a solace when she's going through similar obstacles. How long did it take you to write this book? (laughs) It only took me about a month and a half, actually. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. It, um, we were in lockdown and, um, you know, I got sent home from college. I didn't have a job at that point. So, you know, I couldn't go anywhere. And I had this idea for about a year and I just sat down and wrote it with all my free time. Nice, nice. And so you wrote this a few years ago? Yeah, I wrote it um, in 2020. And so the actual process of finishing the book, editing it myself, and then trying to get published until now was about three years. Did you find a publisher or did you self-publish? I found a publisher. So it's through... Yep, it's through Warren Publishing, and they're based in Rock Hill. Um, they're on the smaller side, but they've been really great throughout this process. That's awesome. Now, how did you go about uh, getting a publisher? Did you contact people? How did that process come about? Um, I did a lot of research, actually, on my own. Um, I was mainly looking for an editor at the time because... I had read my book so many times that I felt kind of like, I don't know if desensitized is the right word, but I felt like I needed a new pair of eyes on it just to catch like plot holes or like areas where there'd be more character development that I wasn't seeing. And my publisher does both editing and publishing contracts. So when I initially reached out to them, it was strictly for editing. But then it moved on to become uh, a publishing thing. It did. And um, it took about a year, maybe less than a year, to edit my book. And then it got all polished for um, publishing. And they said, you know, you can either send it to a different publisher if you have someone in mind, or you can try to publish through us. So I basically had to resubmit my manuscript through them. They reread it. Um and decided if they wanted it for themselves pretty much okay that's so is this through your first time publishing a book this is yeah this is my very first novel oh it's so exciting yeah it's it's super surreal (laughs) it's it's crazy to think about because it's a very competitive field so i'm really grateful honestly to be getting published that's awesome. Yeah, a lot of people always say that uh, they want to write a book, but very few people actually take the steps and the dedication to actually do that. It's very impressive. Thank you. It, it can be overwhelming at times, for sure. Like, the fact that this ended up being a three-year process, like, you have to be patient, which is hard, um, but you just got to stick with it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Persistence is key. Did you want to write a book for a while growing up? 
Oh my God. Yeah. I've wanted to write a book since I was like 10 years old. Um, and I took any and every creative writing class in high school. There was like regular creative writing, there was advanced creative writing, and I took it all. I took it every year. And then I went to college and I really thought teaching was, you know, my path, but we had to have a content area. And I chose English literature and of course took more writing classes. And it was just like the greatest experience of my life. Just being surrounded by teachers and professors who knew so much and to be getting like free advice basically it was a great time that's awesome so with with that in mind like what did you use some of your own personal experiences as inspiration for this um, um yes and no i mean nothing in the book is like what happened to me i'm just gonna start off with that like nothing directly is like other than experiences um but like, you know, one of my professors said that, you know, we write what we know. So I don't know, you know, I've never been through the situations exactly that I wrote about with my characters, but like as a human being, like we know what it feels like to go through heartbreak or to grieve a loss or to just experience excitement and fear at the same time of a next step in our life. And I think I took my knowledge of that and those emotions and used it in the book. so yes and no i thanks oh, yeah. i get it yeah because well it might not be directly the things you've experienced so you take your experiences and you're able to indirectly create context and uh characters that have similar experiences but they're not necessarily what happened to you i get that yeah exactly yeah and i think that's what makes you know, when we ourselves read a really good book or a book we think is really good, I think there's truths in it that like resonates us that maybe we went through something similar, can see ourselves in a character. You know, there's always that human experience in a fictional novel that we kind of latch on to. Did you have to do any, uh, like what kind of research did you do to be able to, because there's a lot of different characters. So what kind of research did you do to prepare for uh, writing the different characters in your novel? Um, it's a really good question. So I have my two main characters, the mom and the daughter, and then I have a lot of side characters. And so one of these exercises I did in college was basically creating like, like a, a profile for your main characters. Mm -hmm. Like I really thought about really this goes to my, the mom and daughter, but I basically created like this profile, like wrote it down on a notebook of like what they look like, what their interests are, like just an exercise for me to like know everything about these characters. And then I thought about how I would like little by little reveal to the readers about my character because you, you don't describe them all in one. Well, yeah, you got to show. You can't just tell everyone. Yeah. Exactly. So I kind of had this, and I do this, done this my whole life, but I've had an, like um a notebook that I have that I just keep notes of, of if I have to go back to something or if I want to add something about a character. But I really took the time and, and thought about, you know, like the strengths of my characters and the flaws that are also present within the book because I wanted to make sure really that my characters were human, meaning that you can like them, but they are flawed and they make mistakes. And I would just sit and 
sit with my characters a lot and think about how I would want to reveal that. So I don't know if that's research, but it would it felt like it for me because I was thinking about how I would strategically reveal stuff about these characters and my novel. Yeah, I think that's that's that definitely counts as research because you have to do a lot of introspection. You have to do a lot of planning. Yeah, a lot of reading of other books. Um, I read a lot during that time of similar genre and how and I would really study like popular novels and like what, you know, the craft of the novel. Um, So that way I could see what other writers have done and what was successful for them. What what novels have been some of your favorites that have helped you uh, inspire you? I've read so many in my bookcases in front of me, and it's overflowing. Or just um, one. One. <laughs> I can pick one author. I really liked Jojo Moyes. She wrote me before you. I don't know if you've heard of that. And she is fantastic. And I really read her books. Um, and I was just really inspired by her stuff at the time. I have heard of her book, but I'm not. I I don't I haven't read it though. What is it about? So me before you, it's um this girl Louisa Clark. She becomes a caretaker to this paraplegic, and um he from the beginning he wants to end his life because he was this adventurous person who was in an accident and became paralyzed, and she's trying to convince him, you know, why life is worth living and they fall in love and it's it's heartbreaking and she has such good character development so i i read a lot of her books to you know rely on that craft right and one one thing that i really love about a good book is that it, it takes time to really figure out who the characters are it keeps you guessing and then you have to infer from the actions the character does and i, I really like i feel like a good book really takes the time to develop the characters instead of just, you know, putting everything out there for you, you know? Yeah, and, you know, one of my biggest things that, as a reader, I, I want to like the characters. In the yes. Characters. And that sounds so ridiculous, but it's just like, I want to find something about them that makes you want to keep reading their story. And, you know, I that was really important to me when I was writing my own because... You know, I my characters make mistakes and they make dumb decisions. And there's gonna there's times where I didn't like them, but it, I had to do it for the sake of their growth. So there's gonna be moments where you don't like the character, and that's fine. Um, but I wanted them to be realistic, three dimensional, complex, and have growth. And that's and all important. A lot of times. Uh, in several books, the characters are just are just they're not they don't seem like real people. They seem yeah. they they give, you give them one personality trait, um, and that's all. But I, I really like it, and I'm very excited to read your book. I've read a little. Uh, I read the preview on um, the thing, but <laughs> I forget. I read the preview somewhere. I, I like. Yeah, it. it was probably on the publisher because it's in pre-sale right now. So it's probably on the publisher's website where they just had that synopsis. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I like that, and I'm excited to read it. Thank you. Yeah, it's um, it'll be actually fun to read it myself when I get the book because I'm such a perfectionist, and this whole process I've been going back and and I'm like, oh wait, what do, what needs to be changed here? What want to do? Like, and I've had this like analytical, like 
lens on and I'm like it's gonna be so interesting just to read it and know it's done um I'm reading through it trying to find I'm gonna be trying to find mistakes <laughs> right up where the book's already published yeah no that that would stress me out if I like saw a spelling error I'm like oh my god I can't go back and change it well speaking of changes has the book changed significantly from when you first started it out to when it finally got published are there any big change list changes oh my god yeah so when I first finished, I mean, so uh, moments with side characters changed a lot. The actual story, I knew how it was going to end before I even started writing it. I had this idea and I'm like, okay, this is how it's going to end. I just have to, you know, fill it. And so what happened with the side characters is drastically different. Um what I did when I first finished reading the book, I went into my library and paid like $15 to print out the whole thing, all like 200 mm -hmm. pages of it. And I sat down with three different pens and went through for character development, plot, and then grammar, spelling, all that. And I was just reading parts of it. I'm like, oh my God, this is so bad. And I would like slash it out like with a red pen. <laughs> and I wrote like, no, like in the margins. I still have that just to laugh at it. Um, so I changed it a lot before I submitted it to get edited. Like it, a lot of the story changed. Um, but it was, it was really fun. Like it was fun doing that. Um, and it became like 6,000 words longer between when I wrote it and then going to the publisher. That's good. You expanded upon it a lot. Yes. Yeah. There were areas that it was funny because, you know, when you're when you are writing a book and you know the characters and the plot so well, you miss a lot of stuff as the author because there's parts where you think you're being clear and then you're just like not. And there were parts that in the process of changing, I had kept but forgot to get rid of later. And my editor was like, wait, what? Like, this didn't happen. I'm like, oh my God, I forgot to get rid of that or I need to expand on this. So it was a really, it was a really fun process for me just to start over with it and, and edit it and really get into it. I get that a lot because uh, I, I've written some short things from time to time and it's, and then I have someone read them like, I don't understand. But it makes perfect sense in my head. It's in my head. Just, yeah, because you, yeah. you get to know your characters. Like, they, you, they're they your creation, so you know everything about everything about them. It's just hard getting it from your mind onto the, the sheets. But oh, Yeah, I had... A horrible writer's block some days it was so bad i would just sat i would just sit at my computer for like eight hours and type oh. and words. i'd be like i have no idea what's going on now oh man so what did you do to get out of that stumble um just give it some time kind of like so i had a professor too who was like this is gonna sound ridiculous but he was like you never want to end a day of writing when you don't know what's going to happen next and I'm like, oh, well, I'm like, and in my head, I'm like, well, that's a perfect place to stop because you can think about it overnight, go back another day, but then the next day, you still don't know where you want to sit. Mm -hmm. So in those moments, I would literally force myself to just sit in front of my computer and type, and I would erase it like 15 times, but at least I was coming up with ideas. And then um, this might sound crazy, but I would also sometimes like, get a different medium out and instead of typing i would take out a notebook and i felt like this 
switching from typing every day and then just getting out a notebook and writing, it would kind of help me. Um, no, I, yeah, yeah. I have like loose pages in my desk of like parts of the novel that I was like writing on paper and would go back and type into my computer later. Um, but yeah, I would I would kind of force myself to come up with something. It was probably not the healthiest way to do it because I would be so stressed. I'm like, oh my God, I have to think about what comes next. But it was worth it in the long run because then every day I would come back and know exactly where my story was going to go. That's So you got to find those old papers. You got to hold on to those because uh, when you get famous, they're going to be worth a good deal. <laughs> it would be my handwriting just like right in the margins, like just being so mean to my writing. There was a day I told my mom, I'm like, I was at the end of the book too. I'm like, I'm like, this is awful. I'm like, I'm going to delete this. And she was like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I was just getting so mad over my writer's block. It was so infuriating. It happens. It happens to the best of us. Uh, So did you ever think about using a pseudonym or have you always just wanted to use your name? No, I always want to use my name. My my last name's too cool not to be public. Yeah, yeah. you could write Um, the next. Sorry, what? You should write a Western novel. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I think I would butcher that genre. (laughs) Um, No, I I never really thought about it. I mean, maybe if I become famous from this and I want to try riskier genres with the safety net of people not knowing a pseudonym, then I can do it. But I'm I'm good for right now. If you novelist, I need people to know about me. So, so speaking of like going forward in the future, do you have plans on writing any more books? I am actually a hundred pages into my next one. Oh, that's fantastic! What do yeah. you have? Do you feel like you can say anything about it? Um, briefly. Uh, I'll give a little bit, but it could keep in mind that it could change considering this book changed a lot. But basically, um. Paul is a med student and uh, she gets into this kind of accident and she all of a sudden feels like, you know, existential crisis saying like, could have died. And um, she finds herself in, in a new relationship and when that's kicking off, her ex joins her med school program. Ooh, that's super- it's, so it's like this love triangle. Yeah. Everyone stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> but again, it could change. Knowing my tactics of like just slashing out paragraphs and rewriting, but well, whatever it ends up being, I'm sure people will love it. Oh, thank you, I appreciate it. Trying to write just some uplifting, good novels to escape the world for a little bit. Well, I'm excited to read this. I'm really, really excited for it. Thank you. I know it's it's uh, scary not knowing. You know, this is out of my control. Really, now that it's published and. I don't know who's going to read it, but I really hope that, you know, people find something or someone in the book that they can relate to and just enjoy it. You know, it's supposed to be a fun read. Well, and, and your publishing company, I mean, it's uh, it, it's obviously a good book. Otherwise, they wouldn't have published it. <laughs> That's true. I mean, yeah. hey, I'm in a competitive field. I can't, I've read too many of the greats to put myself out there. I've read Jane Austen, Charles Dickens. I know what great writers look like, but we'll go in a few years before we put you here. <laughs> yeah. Before I put myself right next to Jane Austen being great. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so do you have any final things you want to add? No, I'm just, you know, really excited about it. And um, I, I've always loved sharing my stuff with people and I love feedback. So like if anyone reads it and wants to reach out, like I would love that. I would love to get, you know, reviews on it and just comments about what people like from it. Well, I'm sure you'll be getting a ton of feedback. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, everyone's a critic these days, so. Seriously. <laughs> I know I'm on Goodreads too, so I, I have that critic's eye. But <laughs> be kind if you're going to criticize. <laughs> Speaking of Goodreads, I have to share this this completely random story. This happened to me years ago. I was walking around a bookstore, and I ran into this guy. I forget his name. But he was walking around all the all the people in the bookstore trying to sell his book. Like, uh, and I was like, dude, I'll buy your book. I mean, yeah, why not? And it ended up being this really interesting poetry book. And some of the poems were okay. Some of them were good, right? And, uh, and I went to go to Goodreads to log the book. And it wasn't there. So whoever you are, if you're listening, uh, put your book on Goodreads. Yes, exactly. It's such a good community. I just went on and it's such a cool community of readers. Like, I love it. I'm obsessed with it. I've got to add you on Goodreads after this for sure. Yes, definitely. Hopefully my book will make it on there. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I'm definitely going to buy your book and read it. But we'll... Leave a nice <laughs> comment. What? Leave a nice comment. Oh, yeah, five stars. Exactly. Yes, give you the five stars. <laughs> we got to help each other out here. Oh, yes. <laughs> Mostly, for most of my life, I read, like, true stuff, like nonfiction books and uh, history stuff. But lately, I've been reading a lot more novels. It's it's different because I can read a novel a lot quicker than it takes me to read like a nonfiction book, and I like that. Oh, you be able to just sit for a few hours and read something, versus with uh with one of those not well, with one of the nonfiction books, I get through ten pages and so much time it passed because every few lines I'm stopping to Google something. Right. I read um this amazing memoir, um The Glass Castle by was it Jeanette Walls or Wells. And it was so dense and it and it wasn't a long book, but there was just so much and it was so emotional. It just took me forever and it hit me harder because I'm like, oh my God, I know this is nonfiction. I know this is a true story and it was exhausting. <laughs> but I will say my book isn't happy all the time. So there are emotional parts, just a fair warning. Um, but it ends well. It ends how it's supposed to be. and I like that. It, it ends how it's supposed to be. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah. You know, and people have already asked me, oh my God, are you going to do a sequel? And I'm like, no, it's done. It's, in, it's done. I'm not spamming the story. Have you seen The Fault in Our Stars? Oh my God, don't even get me started on The Fault in Our Stars. <laughs> that is probably my favorite scene. Where like, what happens to the characters? And the author's like, they cease to exist. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. I lo yeah, because like, I mean, it's a nice thought that people are like, they get, they love the story, they love the characters, that they want more. I think that's, you know, this is a lot about the author if they want more. Um, but there's also times when a story is done. It's run its course, and I don't want to ruin the the first book by by making another one. And Keep it special, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Well, thanks so much for being here. I really enjoyed talking to you about this book. Everyone who's listening, go buy your book. Yes, <laughs> I support that. <laughs>
And everyone, if you're listening, leave me a review too. And share this with your friends. Share it with everyone. And one final question before we go. Anyone who's listening, do you have anything you want to say to them if uh, if they're thinking about writing a book? Uh, be patient with yourself because it is a long process. And honestly, not to be pessimistic, but prepare for rejection. Uh, if you're rejected and you're an author, that does not mean you aren't talented. Sometimes it's just not what they're looking for. So be kind to yourself. Know that rejection is part of the process and that when the time comes where you are to be published, like that is your moment, that is your time and really savor the process because you don't get another first book to be published. So really enjoy it and um, yeah, just enjoy it. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Go try it. Everyone listening, write a book, make it happen. Yes. No excuses. No, no excuses. You can do it. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thanks again, Ashley, for being here. Yeah, of course. Thank you. All right. And I'll see you all next time I see you. Bye. Bye.